It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Park Casino. Comfy chairs, huge TVs, all kinds of sports to bet on. No better place to be on a Saturday afternoon and no better person to be here with. What a <laughs> thrill for me. I get to get away from Elliot for a week. So that, what that, a blessing. That's a win to begin yeah. with. But Devin Caney, I want to say making her Go Birds debut, but she's not because she was in with Elliot. But that doesn't count. This is your real Go Birds <laughs> debut. You're with me now. How you doing, yeah, Dev? Yeah, I'm honored to be here with you, James. I don't think you and I have ever gotten a chance to just work together, just the two of us. Um, last time I was in for you with Elliot, I said I could never match your energy. So I will try to match Elliot's <laughs> energy by giving, you know, some of the most bizarre takes of all time. I Hopefully think that's people the goal. Yell at me. Yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty much what Elliot yeah. does. It's pretty easy to, to play against Elliot because he'll just say something and I will completely disagree with it 99% of exactly. the time. So exactly. It makes I it might go easy. on like a pro James Harden rant at some point. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's, and we've done hundreds and hundreds of hours of radio together, but never just gotten a chance to talk to each other. No, so it's a I love day. it. I'm so excited. Yeah, and what, what a week to do do it too as obviously um, kind of a weird week with the Monday night game it's always weird to kind of get the flow going because you're used to that Sunday thing yeah but the biggest game of the season the biggest game of the Nick Sirianni Jalen Hurts era I know mm. the Dallas game we said that the Miami game we said that and those were, were big wins obviously yep. but this is the top two teams in the NFL it's a Super Bowl rematch it's potentially a Super Bowl preview at the same time mm. The stakes for this one, and look, we're going to get into it all, and and we know, obviously, you know, it's not an NFC game, so we understand the the actual logical ramifications of why it might not be important in other games. But, Dev, for me, going into this game, and again, I understand the realities of, of, of the NFC, AFC thing, this feels like the biggest game of the season to me going into this. That That's the stakes for me. It's a freaking Super Bowl rematch, and I want to beat these guys. I know it's not a divisional game, you know, not even in the NFC. And it's funny, you know, on the morning show, we've talked about this at several points leading up to this season. You know, what's the game that you've circled? And for me, it's always been this Kansas City Monday night game because of the rematch and because it is an Eagles pride game. Yes. Right? Like, I, love I know that. it's not the Cowboys, I know it's not the Niners. But I want to beat this team. I want them to get revenge. And I just know that Jalen Hurts and every single member of that team and Nick Sirianni want that revenge as well. I don't care about the Andy Reid undefeated against the Eagles and his former team. I don't care about Andy Reid coming off a bye. Nick Sirianni has also never lost coming off of a bye. So I'm, the more I look at this game, the more optimistic I am, but also the more nervous I am because I need the Eagles to get a win for this game for my ego as a fan and for the team's pride as a whole. Yeah, I know all the players. We had Jason Kelsey on the morning show, and he said it. We've had guys be like, oh, yeah, it's just another game. You know, can't change what happened last year by beating him this year. Sure, that's true. You're human beings. There is no way 
There is no way that you're lo not looking across the field at those guys who beat you in the freaking Super Bowl and don't feel something extra. Like, I don't believe a word out of these right. guys' mouths when they just say, oh, just another game. Like, no, this absolutely is, This not. matters. Like, this yeah. is a chance to go back and avenge the worst loss of their lifetimes. One of the worst losses of our lifetimes. There's no way this game doesn't mean a little bit more to them. You know what I was reminded of, actually, just earlier today? Uh, the Chiefs. O-line wore T-shirts yes. to their Super Bowl victory parade, trolling the Eagles defensive line, the fact that they got zero sacks in the Super Bowl. You know, I don't want to bring up bad memories with talking about the grass out in Arizona, but obviously that was a massive factor. Look, I just hope that a picture of their offensive lineman in those T-shirts was hanging up in that defensive line room all week, all throughout the bye weeks, because I need them to come out and I want them to get after Patrick Mahomes so bad. I want to see Hassan Reddick get after Patrick Mahomes on like the first snap of the first drive in this game. Yeah, I want a sack. Like, that'd be nice to sack Patrick I mean, Holmes after the freaking Super Bowl. Like, I mean, a, just like a one. sack. I was one expecting so many, nice. and we yeah. got none. Yeah, and again, like Jalen Hurts with the lock screen. We, we all saw that prior to the season right. with the mm -hmm. Super Bowl lock screen. Like, this game matters to these guys. And, and look, from another perspective, we've spent so much time over the last couple years prior to, you know, the last couple games talking about, oh, well, you know, this Eagles team, they really haven't, they really haven't faced anybody. They've really been battle-tested. Like, right. yeah, they win a lot of games, but until they got to the Super Bowl last year, no good quarterbacks all season long, and then they lost to one and all mm. that stuff. Like, this is a show-me game. Like, this is a the Eagles on center stage in front of the world, no other game playing Monday night, playing against the best team of this generation right now, the right. last five years, the two-time Super Bowl champ, the, mm -hmm. the guys who beat you in the Super Bowl last year. Like, this is a... This is a chance for the Eagles to, to step up in front of uh, everybody and say, yeah, we are the best team in the NFL. We're the best organization in the NFL and, and really claim something uh, mm -hmm. for, for a regular season game. I feel like there, there's actual real stakes to this one. There are certainly real stakes, and there's also incredible stakes for Jalen Hurts in this one. I think whoever wins this game is going to come out as the MVP favorite. Jalen Hurts would have won it last season had he not gone I think out with a great injury. Point. I truly think that this game, depending on how either Patrick Holmes or Jalen Hurts plays, will solidify either one as the leading MVP. I think that season. is an outstanding point. They're the two leaders in it right now, and it mm -hmm. is a game in front of the world again. You know, yep. uh, center stage, uh, a game for, for first place in the NFL, best record in the NFL on the line. Like, I think it's a fantastic point, and I do Thank think Jalen has a real chance to, to take the MVP by the, the, the horns and, and run with it for the rest of the year. And, and be an MVP. It's, it's, there's so many little things riding on this game. The best team in the NFL, the, the MVP, the Super Bowl front runner. Like, there's mm -hmm. all, and again, these are all like, other than the MVP, which is an actual award, these are all <laughs> like, you know, um, ethereal type of things, right? right? It's not something you can grab onto. Yeah, we're the best team in the NFL because we have the mm -hmm. best record, but we don't have a, a championship yet. Obviously, that's the ultimate goal, and that's what matters. But I do think that, that there's a lot riding on this from, to your point, like a pride perspective, a fandom mm -hmm. perspective, how Absolutely. we look at this team moving forward, how our belief in this team is. Like, exactly. If they yeah. go out and win this game, I think there's been a lot this year, and we've talked about it so much in the morning show, like mm -hmm. the ugly wins and the are they as good as last year. And I don't know, you know, they could have lost this one. They if they can go out on Monday night and handle business against the Chiefs, it's all done. It's all right. done. It's like everyone agrees this is the best team in football. Absolutely. And I was thinking about it because I was thinking that if the Eagles can win this game, they can beat the Kansas City Chiefs handedly at that, then it would solidify my belief in them this season. Because I haven't fully gotten there yet with this Eagles team just because their wins have been so close. You know, the last time we saw them play, they, they tried their best to give the Cowboys a win. And thankfully, Dak Prescott did what Dak Prescott does best and, and kind of blew it at the end there. But I still haven't felt 100% confident in this team like I did last season. Um, and every single game, I feel like I'm saying that, right? Like, you look back to the Dolphins game, where I believe that was the game that I was on with Elliot on Go Birds, where we were saying, like, how are they going to stop this Dolphins offense? And then they went out and they did it. This team rises to the occasion. They need to rise to the occasion on Monday night. And if they do get a win, then I will absolutely believe in them and believe they're going all the way now I know we talked about it on the morning show earlier this week like 
I have some doubts. They're, the Eagles' pass defense leaves a lot to be desired, uh, and we'll get into that throughout these two hours on the show. You know, they've got to do something about locking down Travis Kelsey in this game, you know, containing Patrick Mahomes. But I do think that they can get it done. I'm I'm confident in this. Yeah, situation. look, in the running game, you're hoping that they worked uh, uh, self-scouting. You know, get Cam Jurgens again. coming back should help. You know, Jalen said he felt better after the bye. The brace coming off, maybe that'll help with the running game a little bit if he's a little more mobile. Right. There are certainly things that this Eagles team has to work on and, and hopefully worked on during the bye week. But I do think that, and I've said this a lot, that you know we do get a little myopic with just looking at the Eagles every week. We focus on the Eagles. We watch mm-hmm. Eagles game. Yeah, we pay attention to the rest of the NFL, but we're not tracking every game and every snap like we are with the Eagles. And I think the thing is that there just has been a lot of ugly football in the NFL this year. I mean, <laughs> really scoring has. is down. There yeah. aren't any really, truly, historically great teams, it feels mm-hmm. like. So all we can do is judge the Eagles against the competition they're playing. And, and what they've done is come up with the best record, beaten almost everyone that's put in front of them. Mm-hmm. The only time they lost, they lost the turnover batter 4 nothing, And, you know, you're going to lose those games. And, yeah. and, and so, and look, they lost that game. They deserve the loss, but but they've done more than everyone else. So I do think we have a tendency to maybe ding the Eagles for certain things that other teams have those issues too. Certainly. Um, but but look, I, I think it's fair to say that it, I thought the Shiokapadia stat he said on our show earlier this week uh, on Wednesday was was one of those wow ones where he said they're the first team to go eight and one since two thousand and not win a game by more than 14 points. Like, that's that's wow. surprising, you know, and that yeah. does speak to what you're talking about where even though they have won games and they've been consistent at winning, you don't they've have, yet to beat the right. crap out of teams. Right, like last season, you, you look at what they did to the Titans. That run, it was the Titans, the, the Packers, the right. Steelers, that run, they just kicked everyone's butts Crushed over up, The yep. Vikings last season, and then you look at this season, and, and yeah, you know, when you look at the numbers, they're 28th in pass defense. They're, they're allowing, you know, 28th most passing yards, but they're still getting wins, and they still have the number one run defense. So I think, like, it's easy to look at that. As I've done and get negative about this team, you know, how's a team that ranks in the bottom of the league in, in allowing passing yards except, uh, expected to go to the Super Bowl and win it this year? Uh, they're number one in run defense, so teams have to pass on them, and that's why. And the Eagles are still 8-1, and one, and that is the biggest stat that matters when you're looking at this team. Hopefully 9-1 and one, uh, after Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big one. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Eagles, Chiefs. Where do you sit on this team heading into this game? Things they need to work on out of the bye week. And the game itself, how much confidence do you have for this game? We've talked a lot about the stakes of the game, the importance to Mm -hmm. us as fans, what it could mean for the team. Look, I'm a big believer in confidence in the NFL that, you know, if you believe you're going to go out and beat the guy in front of you, you have a much better chance to beat the guy in front of you. I think this type of win on this stage against a team that beat them in the Super Bowl could be a real boon for them from a confidence, a belief. I think there's mm-hmm. so many um, soft factors that, that why I went in this win or why I uh, why this game matters. But let's get to the game itself. The actual like you were just talking about the the Eagles pass defense versus Patrick Mahomes. That's a scary thing. The Chiefs defense has been really, really good this season. Yeah. When you look at the actual matchup on the field in two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four, we're coming to the phones in a minute. I want to hear about the emotional stakes for the game, but also the game itself, the matchup. You look at the game itself. What are you focusing on? It sounds like Mahomes versus the Eagles pass defense. The first thing on your mind. Mahomes and Travis Kelsey versus the the Eagles defense. You know, their middle-of-the-field defense has also left a ton to be desired. They're getting torched by tight ends. I mean, you look at what Ferguson did to them on the Cowboys. Like, they've allowed, I believe, the third most touchdowns to opposing tight ends in in the NFL. Uh, And those are against tight ends who are not Travis Kelsey, right? (laughs) Who are not future Hall of Famers. All I can say is I hope uh, Taylor Swift is also not at this game. I'm sorry I had to bring her up. I know people are sick of hearing about it because his stats compared to when she's there and when she's not there are astounding. Um, I hope the Eagles take a a different approach and Sean Desai has a different plan than what they had in containing CeeDee Lamb where he had Eli Ricks on CeeDee. Yeah, the plan was just let CeeDee go. Just let him go. Like, (laughs) what are we doing here? Uh, I hope he puts, you know, Darius Slade, James Bradbury. Um, I don't. Do we know if Bradley Roby's definitely going to play? Uh, or not? So he practiced in full. So he's okay. almost definitely going to. We don't okay. know for sure, but but he practiced in full on Friday. My guess is Ro- Roby will, will be out there. Yeah. I think the injuries. I, look, losing Dallas Goddard, of course, massive loss. But having those guys back, I know Justin Evans is practicing. I don't know if he's limited. Gonna, limited yeah, participant. We'll see. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, but I think having more healthy guys on defense is going to help. 
uh, they just need to not get torched by Travis Kelsey. And otherwise, you know, the Chiefs don't have that many dangerous receivers. I think Rasheed Rice is yeah. their biggest deep threat target. Um, uh, yeah, that's Canarius Tony and that's Sky Moore. Right? Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's the worst set of receivers or receiving options he's ever had. Though. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm never worried about the run with the Eagles' run defense. Um, I mean, they've been a brick wall. The two teams seem to have almost reverse roles since last year. You know, last year it was like the Eagles' defense was pretty unstoppable. Sure. And now uh, Kansas City's defense is the better of the two for them going into this one. But the more I look at it, the more confident I am the Eagles can pull off a win. Yeah, and I'm confident, too. I think for me the two keys to the game on the defensive side, it's similar to what you're talking about, but I think the Eagles' D-line has to get home. I think that's going to be the key. You mentioned yeah. it at the top of the show, the – Remembering back to the offensive, the Chiefs' I mean, you offensive know linemen, they're so wearing hungry the zero shirts home. and the no sacks and all that. They are they are hungry for it in in the rematch, but also like this D line is the key to the Eagles' defense. We know they have troubles on the back end, especially mm-hmm. in the middle. We know Slay and Bradbury, at least to this point this season, have not been as effective as they were last year. Now, granted, they've been tested a lot more, so more opportunities to get beat. Mm-hmm. But I, I think ultimately this this Eagles defense lives and dies with the, the defensive line and their ability to get home. Mm-hmm. And that's what they couldn't do in the Super Bowl. And, and granted, I think that was field in, influenced. But mm-hmm. but this D-line is great. This Eagles D-line, we've talked so much about all oh, the past events and this and that and the struggles. Like, But we don't talk enough about this Eagles D-line being legitimately one of the best defensive lines in football. To yeah. your point, the best run defense in football to – to such a level that teams have just said, all right, we can't run it against them. Like, teams don't run the – that's part of the reason numbers are so high in the passing game because mm-hmm. teams just don't run against the Eagles because the Eagles drive defense is that yeah. good. Like, that's something we don't give them enough credit for. And 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 this D-line is, is deep and legit. I mean, Jalen Carter, obviously, we've talked about as the best rookie defense player in football, maybe the best defensive player on mm-hmm. this team so far this season. I mean, Hassan Reddick is a stud. They have so much depth there. Fletcher Cox having a renaissance season. Josh Sweat. One of the most underrated defensive ends in oh football. Like he's a top five to ten defensive yeah. end in football. We never talk about him that way. Milton Williams is good. Jordan Davis, like they have waves of dudes they can bring there. So that D line's ability to to beat these guys who stopped them in the Super Bowl, to to force Mahomes to get the ball out of his hand quicker, to force Mahomes to have to try and make plays on the move. Again, like I know Mahomes is great at that, but he's great at that when he has receivers who can make plays on the move with him as right. well. And this year he doesn't have that. So I think the D line ability to get home and even more importantly it's this it's this offense's ability to score against this Chiefs defense because mm-hmm. I do think that no matter what you want to say Mahomes will get some like he will make some plays he will find Travis Kelsey enough mm-hmm. Jalen's got to put it on because because the best thing about this Eagles team is this offense and and the best thing about this Chiefs team is this Chiefs defense that's the matchup that's going to win this game for the Eagles so do you think they go back to the run in this game? Because that's certainly been a, a non-factor for the Eagles offense. I think they have to. I, yeah. I, and I think they spend Cam Jurgens being back is certainly going to I think up. it's huge. I think the Jalen thing, hopefully he's a little more fluid and mobile. I think that could be huge. And again, Jalen running himself. Jalen running himself. Yeah. Uh, the threat of Jalen running, if right. nothing else. Which hasn't been a threat lately. Exactly. And I do think yeah. that I think that's hurt them in the run game even more than Jurgens. Is For that sure. if they don't think Jalen's going to run, they've been able to key in on the running back, and, mm-hmm. and they haven't had that that dynamic type of run game. So I, I think. Uh, fixing the issues in the run game, self-scouting on that is going to be a bit, was a big focus for them, and I think we'll see that Monday night. But ultimately, like Jay, to your point before, Jalen has a chance to go out and, and grab the MVP by the horns mm-hmm. and be the front runner for this award, and, and I think he does that by going out and showing up on Monday night. Well, and you also look back to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts was, was amazing. Was short other than one play, right? Other than one play, Jalen Hurts played an immaculate game yep. in the Super Bowl. And he doesn't get a lot of credit. You know, here in because Philadelphia, of the play, he does. You're so right. right. Here in Philadelphia, he does. But we still, you know, you always have to mention that caveat, the fumble. But then even nationally, you know, they didn't win. So if, if you don't win, you're not going to get the credit totally. for it. Jalen Hurts deserves the credit. I hope he goes out and has an even better game on Monday night. 215-592-9494. It is, it's funny. We've said this like three times this year. We said the Dolphins game with the, the Dallas game and now this one. But this really is like, this is the biggest game of the Hurts Sirianni era mm-hmm. from a other than the Super Bowl biggest regular season game obviously yeah. of the, in terms of a national stage in terms of the matchup of teams like this is a big boy game it, it is. I it mean, is certainly a big boy we game. We are over halfway into the season, and these are the, the top two teams in the conferences, the yeah. two teams who played in the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. squaring off on Monday night football. Like, this is as big as regular season football gets. 
215-592-9494. Where do you come down in this game? How you feel about the Eagles' chances against the Chiefs, the emotional stakes of, of the game itself. 215-592-9494. Let's start it out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abington and talk to our guy, Tommy. Yo, Tom. Yeah, James and Devin. How we doing today? Hi, Tom. Tommy. All right, all right. So if you guys will bear with me, I have some bones to pick with some Pete oh, from good. WIP. Lo- love, a, love a good bone pick session, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little personal airing of grievances here. All right, but it has to do with everything you guys are speaking of. So uh, this charge has been led by one John Fritz. I'm hearing a lot of people call up. It's the same charge that led uh, last year with they haven't beaten anyone, right? And now it's they're not beating opponents by enough, right? So they moved the goalposts. This is unbelievable. I can't believe what I'm hearing from a lot of this fan base. People are scared of this game. People don't see a revenge factor. People don't think it's as big a deal as it is, such as you do, James, um, because I did hear you on the podcast. Um, it, this game is so huge, and the Eagles are going to win this game, and they're going to show everybody that, yes, they are a great team. That was another thing I heard. Are they a great team or not? So, John Fritz, I know you're listening. They are a great team, and they're going to prove it again Monday night. They're going to take the Chiefs down 27-21. And now, if you'll allow me to pick the, the, the biggest bone, that would be with one Elliott Shore Parks. Ooh, I love that. That's good. By the way, let me tell you real quick, Tom, before you before you rail on him, just let me know you let me let you know. Jack hates being called John. Like I know he said it, but he hates it even more than people think he does. So you're doing great work. Really? No, I'm I'm filing that one away. Good to know. (laughs) That is fantastic to hear, James. So uh, Elliot, first off, how dare you, sir, not show up on the day where you dropped your most asinine take of takes ever this week. How do you hold back on this Chiefs team Monday night, expecting to see them in the Super Bowl? It makes absolutely no sense. They need this game. They're going to get this game. I don't know if the Chiefs or the Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl, although I believe the Eagles will. What say you guys to this take? Was that, did he tweet that like yesterday? Yeah, he tweeted it yesterday. He said it on the pod and then tweeted it. It's always funny when Elliot will will say something on our podcast, and like I can see a glint in his eye, where he's like, oh. he's like, oh, that's good. And then and then I'll see a few hours later a tweet come out, and I'll be like, oh, he liked that he said he, he did that uh, one percolated yeah. Yeah. and it made its way to Twitter. Yeah, sounds about right. So yeah. I mean, that's an asinine take, is it not? No, it's I I took a double take. That's why I specifically remember seeing it on Twitter. Uh, I agree with you, Tom. But also, it's Elliot, and I saw it and was like, "Ah, oh, classic Elliot." Like I don't I don't even know if he believes. No, that, that was a what? bit much, That's even for Elliot. Ridiculous. Yes, even for Elliot. So I think that was a I bit agree much. that it like you can't do that. But I I get the heart of what he's going for. Like he's trying to say that he believes the Eagles and Chiefs will meet in the Super Bowl, and that that game is more important than this game, which which I get. But, yeah, you can't assume you're going to play him in the Super Bowl. You can't assume your plan's going to even work. For those who don't know, for those who didn't see the tweet, because it's a lot of try, people I'm listening trying to, try to find it. it right Basically, now. <laughs> I, I'll, Elliot said that if he, if, 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 in his opinion, if Sean Desai has a, a, uh, a magic bullet in his mind, if Sean Desai believes that he has a magic bullet for how to stop Mahomes, like his best plan that he thinks will work to stop Mahomes, Elliot believes that he should not use it in Monday night's game and save it in case they play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So now, that, that is the heart of his, his thought. Stra- and I understand what he's saying, but that strategy is reserved for one situation and one situation only, and that's when you're playing a team at the end of the season that you know you're going to face in the playoffs in a couple weeks. Yes, then I would see uh, deploying that strategy. But this, this is way off. Have a great weekend, guys. You're the best, Tommy. Yeah, what do you think about that, Devin? It, it, like, Because, uh, again... I understand the heart of what Elliot's saying. And and as much as we've talked about the importance of this game to us as a fan base, and I believe the players from an a emotional perspective, uh, logically it is not as important as the Dallas game or the San Francisco game right. or those games that are, are NFC games with tiebreaker implications and all right. that type of right. stuff. So I understand where Elliot's saying, like, look, I want to win this game, but it's not the most important game to win this season. 
and there's a decent chance we play him in the Super Bowl, that's right. way more important. So I at least I don't agree with it, but I at least can understand the logic behind it. I understand the logic. I wholeheartedly don't agree, though. <laughs> but also, like, wh- what magic wand is Sean Desai playing? Well, that's to the best. Yeah. Like, what, what would that be, right? I, like, I think someone would have probably waved it by now with right, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, right. Like, yes. you would have done that, you know, when the Cowboys were trying to drive down and, and win the last time they played. Like, we would have seen whatever magic element uh, he's he's alluding to in this tweet already. Um, I think you win when you can win, especially if you know it's going to boost your entire teams and organizations and fan bases' confidence in you and get revenge for the Super Bowl. 215-592-9494. If you want to chime in on that Elliot tweet, the the thought of that, we'll take those calls as well. We always love when people rip Elliot and he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> 215 it, got, it got a lot of likes. Yeah, people, it people got some traction, yeah. I will say that. 215-592-9494. We want to talk to as many real ones as we can. Again, heading into the, the at least from a, 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 a media a, a standalone game, the whole thing, the matchup, the biggest game of the biggest regular season game of the Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts era. It is a massive Monday night game, a Super Bowl rematch. We want to talk to as many callers as we can. 215-592-9494. It's Devin Caney in for Elliott Shore Parks. James Seltzer with you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Pro and college hoops and fly guys hockey are back. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered for betting on all your favorite teams and playing all your favorite casino games for real money. You can bet the birds, bet player performances. When the bird, when you bet birds football, you can bet touchdowns, passing yards, all kinds of stuff. It's so much more fun to watch the game and have a little action on it. You can bet Philly hoops. Again, you can bet on points, rebounds, and other player performances. The Bet Parks app is the only sports betting app that we here at Go Birds use and that we recommend. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Odds, bets, lots and games right in your pocket the casino games come to wherever you are you can play all kinds of casino games play with a live dealer on your phone enjoy blackjack roulette baccarat and more bet parks has a great offer this is a great offer for new users download the bet parks app right now and get up to a thousand dollars yes a thousand dollars in casino bonus bag if you're down in the first 24 hours new users only casino bonus must be wagered terms and conditions apply see website betparks.com for details you love to play you play to win you bet bet parks you must be 21 in mpa new jersey maryland or ohio gambling problem call one andrew gambler hey everyone this is brett boone would you know it i've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year tune in as i sit down with my friends some of the biggest names in sports media entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations as you know baseball's been my life it's been in the family for a long time but it's a lot more than that here it's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino App. Elliot Short. Oh, Devin Caney. Wow. See, it's like a, it's, you know, you've seen Joe do that when, when yeah. Richie's out. He'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. And more you. so with you, because I feel like, I, like Joe, every 30 seconds, he's like, James? Yeah. James? Oh, yeah. James? Yeah. Can you uh, play that? James? <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, no, James has yeah. the wrong audio. I just have this, like, <laughs> yeah, James Elter, Elliot Short Barks, Elliot Short Barks, James Elter. It's like, bring <laughs> no, grained in my it head. It was a very smooth save, though, so I'll give you props. Devin Caney with me, much, Elliot much Short- better than Elliot Short Barks. Oh, no offense thank you. to Elliot, but let's, let's call it like we see it. Uh, <laughs> Talking Eagles Chiefs, obviously a massive, massive game. Coming up on Monday night, we want to talk to as many real ones as we can. Gauge your reaction both on the game itself, the matchup, and, and on the emotional stakes of the game. Because I, at least for me, I know there's there's a lot riding on this one emotionally for me on this one. 215-592-9494. Let's get some more calls. And plus, coming up next segment, special surprise coming up. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, we did it one time ever on oh. Go Birds Radio. The second time this surprise will ever happen on Go Birds Radio. I'll Honored leave. to be here for oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. It'll be a lot of fun. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to the phones. Go to Lehigh Valley and talk to Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, good afternoon. James, I'm in complete agreement with you here. I think this game is massive. 
not just on, and I don't want to call it a revenge factor, but this is proving grounds. We're in a national spotlight Monday night. I think the team, Mayata kind of revealed his cards when he said that this, he was looking forward to this revenge game. I think the entire team is, anybody that played in that Super Bowl, is ready for this game come up. But I think they also want to prove themselves. I, I'm so tired of this, that we're 8-1. and one. We're still wondering if this team is any good. I'd rather be outplayed than outscored, and right now we're outscoring. That's what matters. Jalen Hurts has nothing to prove to me, but he has a lot to prove to the pundits who are doubting him, who are questioning his ability to be a quote-unquote great quarterback. Monday night is massive, and I don't think it's beyond or out of the realm of possibility that the Eagles go into that game, and I think they clean the clock of the Chiefs. I, Peter, I, so I, the closer we get to the game, the more confident I feel about it. And I think that's a great point about Jalen and his mentality going into this game. Mm-hmm. We know that he uses slights as motivation. He always has. He's talked mm-hmm. about it. We saw his lock screen for the Super Bowl. I mean, I do think the fact that, that he's going up against Mahomes in this spot and and he is clearly not considered in that, you know, realm by most pundits out there. I, I, I guarantee you Jalen's thinking about that. Whether Jalen was at Alabama or Oklahoma, he, he used that as motivation and he's come out ahead. And I think the team, that the bond that that team has, they're going to play for him too. I agree. I, I do. I, I think they. I think that he matters to those guys. You hear it in the way they talk about him. I mean, obviously AJ Brown, but really, Devin. When any, whenever you hear any of these guys talk about Jalen, like it's it's almost like reverential. It's yeah. like you know this guy, and we want to win for him. And the way he goes about his business, the first guy in, last guy, all the stuff you 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 could dream of hearing. You hear about him. He's a guy who they they want to win for, and he's also inc- incredibly selfless. Like we talked about his play in the Super Bowl is great, aside from that one fumble. Unfortunately, the fumble and the loss kind of taint what how he played against the Chiefs. Uh, and then we hear he went back into the locker room and said, "That's all on, on me. me. Like put I it know. on me." Yeah. And that just shows what kind of leader he is. But it also shows. He's going to want to come out and, and prove himself in this game and prove the entire team in this I, game. I think before he hangs up everything and walks out in that field, he looks at that lock screen one more time. Birds 34-13. I hope so. Peter, love fantastic it. call. Love it. And, and I love the confidence. And I do. Look, I'll say this. I think it's far more likely the Eagles blow out the Chiefs than the Chiefs blow out the Eagles. I agree. I mean, tr- I would love if they blew them out. Trust me. Like, I I think I took years off my life watching the fourth quarter of that Cowboys game. I know. I was physically unwell at multiple moments. Like, <laughs> I, And I think that's why when you ask me, like, how am I feeling about this game? Like, how, And it, it also feels like it's been so long since that game and since we saw them play because of the bye. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can take it. Like, where am I going? I, I I don't know how I'm going to make it through four quarters of that, just like hoping and praying that the Eagles come out on top again and don't make it a stressful game. I would love a blowout. It, yeah, and again, can't count on it nor expect no. it. But but I do. Uh, so for me, what I just keep thinking about is I keep all week, and it's the worst freaking possible place to be. I hate my mind for taking me there. But mm. whenever I think about this game, I think about how I felt when that flag was thrown, and I knew it was over. Like I the keep, Bradbury flag. Yeah, I keep going back to that moment and me putting my hands on my head and turning to my wife Emily and saying, mm-hmm. "We just lost the Super Bowl." Yeah. And I, 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 it's like running on a loop in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, and if it's running on a loop in my head, and I'm sure it's running on a lot of loop, how they felt, uh, the fans, how they felt. Like you can't tell me that it's not running on a loop in these players' heads too. Well, and you bring up, you know, a good a good point in bringing up Bradbury. He's a player we haven't really discussed when we're talking about this game. I hope that it motivates him rather than um, I just hope that 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 one play doesn't stick in his head because, you know, it became a thing after Juju Smith. I know he's not on the team on the Chiefs anymore, but like it became kind of a spectacle with pundits, people talking about it. Um, I don't blame Bradbury for that loss, though. I mean, it was a whole whole team, whole field. Oh, I think Bradbury is very low on the list. But I do think to your point about Bradbury, Bradbury is one of the players, I think even more than, you know, people have ripped both Bradbury and Slay, but I think Bradbury's really been the one who struggled the most. I mean, Slay has struggled a little bit, but he's been mostly okay. Bradbury's been pretty bad at times. He is, of all the the guys who have, have not played up to what I expected from them this season, I think Bradbury's... Both the gap between what I expected and what he's given mm-hmm. us and my surprise level at what he's given us uh, are the yeah. highest. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's not an excuse, but they have moved him around a little bit. Like, 
putting he's not great in the slot. I don't know what they're they kind of are just changing up who they put in the slot corner position like every single week. Well, that's since where I Maddox mean, it feels like Desai's just like mixing and matching pieces, right? Which I mean, maybe so Bradley Roby that, would be huge as we talk right. About. He would be huge. Maybe that's that magical wand element that Elliot is uh, alluding to in his tweet that he shouldn't pull out against the Chiefs. <laughs> I think he absolutely should. But yeah, you know, you hope Bradbury, uh, you know, steps it up and and starts playing better, and maybe he'll start Monday night. Well, a revenge I mean, game against the Chiefs. And it should be a good matchup for him, right? I mean, the, the thing that we've talked about with this Chiefs team, the biggest deficiency is, is on the outside, is they do not have a dynamic group of receivers. This is a game where you need Slay and Bradbury to be Slay and Bradbury. They yeah. should be able to handle their business in this yeah. game. Yeah. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones, go to Wisconsin, talk to our guy Glenn. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you doing, James? Good, buddy. Good to talk to you, man. Good, good to talk to you. It's been a while. Um, I think the I, I go back to the Super Bowl. I think the main things uh, D line other than ends because obviously the field, but I feel like the interior of the Chiefs really got at like Fletcher Cox and everyone like that. So and especially the way the Chiefs are running the ball, I think it's gonna be a big game for Jordan Davis, Cox, Jalen Carter. I mean, we just need to be stout up front on defense. Yeah. I mean, how awesome would it be to see Jalen Carter get home to Patrick Oh, Mahomes? buddy! What a moment for a rookie, too. Well, and that, and and to your point, that the interior of that Chiefs line, like they're they're talented dudes. I mean, Humphrey's really good, and and Tooney's good. Like they got dudes in there, so that that's a, a real heavyweight matchup. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying they're they're slack or anything like that, but I mean, we 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 draft D linemen, we pay D linemen. They gotta come. They gotta come home up there uh, as well. That, as, Glenn, that's why I said I, I, when we were talking yeah. in the in the open, I said my biggest matchup of the game for the Eagles is that D line against the Chiefs O line because ultimately, you know, we want more from the back end of the defense. But that's the thing that makes the defense go. If the defense is going to have success, it's because those guys are getting home. Yeah, I think uh, moving forward. Um, I mean, I know every game usually is a must-win game, but. I mean, I think the biggest threat right now is the Lions in the NFC, and I'd rather have, I mean, playing uh, golf in the outdoor fields is way different than indoors. So if we get them at Philly, so it's like a way different matchup than having to go to Detroit to go play them. Oh, Glenn, it's it's a massive difference. I mean, they're, they're – and great call, buddy. Good to talk to you, man. They're, honestly, Devin, I, I don't know if there's a single quarterback in the NFL right now who there is a bigger difference between him in a dome and him outdoors and cold. Like, golf might be the single biggest – gap between the two 100 percent. i'm really glad he brought up the lions because i feel like we almost forget about him right dallas and the niners we're we're always talking about dallas and the niners and so the three games that are circled on all eagles fans calendars and probably players are dallas niners and this chiefs game yep we are not talking about the lions and the fact that the rest of their schedule is cake it is complete cake where the eagles have a gauntlet so they are a threat i'm glad he brought them up and i don't want to say i'm scared of them um you know, in terms of the Eagles having to face them in the postseason. But they are a threat that we need to worry about. They are absolutely a threat. I'm not scared of them, per se, in the postseason. But I, I don't think going to Detroit would be an easy no. game. They're tough. That's a dome. It's a tough stadium. Those are fans that have been waiting mm-hmm. a long time for moments like this. Yeah. And and look, the Lions are good. They are talented, good. you know, especially at home. Goff at home is, is damn good. They got yeah. weapons. Jameer Gibbs is really good. Amon Ross St. Brown is legit one of the best receivers in football. Mm-hmm. I mean, the defensive line is really good. Their offensive line is really good. And I love Dan Campbell. Like, they have an identity, that team. They're tough. They expect to get fourth downs. They expect to win games. I'm with you. They, they actually, vibe-wise, kind of feel like the Eagles from last year, this team that they do. people weren't expecting they as do. much from come out good start and start believing in themselves and they're like oh we're, we're good yeah and i feel like we just don't discuss them a lot because as you mentioned you know it's of course easy to just focus on our, our team here in the eagles and the these revenge matches and the guys who you know they faced beat or lost to last season but yeah the lines are a real threat you want to play them at the link you want that home field advantage in the playoffs 215-592-9494 let's go to northeast and talk to our guy richie richie what up pal jane seven what's happening how are we Hello, Richie. Listen, I don't think enough people are – the, the defense is secondary. What people expect with these injuries, it's been an absolute mess. And when you look at people like – look at the greatest, you know, cornerbacks ever that have played. Brevis Island, Deion Sanders. We talk about the ability of these guys to move around the field or do they stay on one side of the field. You know, it's, it's not as easy as – plug and play as people want to make it seem with defensive backs asking like Devin said a minute ago Bradbury to move around these guys are specialized they're timed when you look at the you know the the 10 cone the 40 yard dash everything we put these guys through 
is specifically for their position. And it's not as easy as, oh, somebody got hurt, you go play over here. Only the best of the best have ever been able to move around the field with guys. Even some of the best. You Still don't. Yeah, even some field. of the best quarters in the NFL stay on. You're absolutely, I mean, Namdi used to stay on one side of the field, and obviously he didn't succeed here, but there are tons of corners you can't, and it's a different technique in the slot, too. There's all kinds of reasons. You know, the way you use the field, the way you use the sideline to your advantage. Like, there are so many things that are ingrained as you as an outside corner that once you slide inside, it's a completely different ballgame. And, and the size of the receivers are going against. There's so many different things. It's crazy. Like, we praise Bryce Harper for moving from the outfield to first base. And how great he was, and we're in awe. It's like, well, it's the same with football. It's it's not as easy as just moving into the slot. You know, like you just said, you're you're total, you're probably covering a totally different receiver in the slot than you are on the outside. That's why there's inside receivers, outside receivers. There's methods to the madness, and people just need to be patient and give this team time to gel and get healed up, and we'll we'll see a much different secondary into postseason, I believe. I agree with you, Richie. I, I, I am not nearly as concerned about the secondary as most are, buddy. Great call. Always good talking to you, pal. Thank you. All right, Richie. Yeah, and, and again, I do think the, the point we made earlier, and this is something that Jimmy Kemsky's written a lot about this season mm-hmm. as it's been happening, and, and I think it's been really smart of him to point it out. But, yeah, the numbers look really bad. And, look, I test. It has looked bad at times, too. We all I saw CD wide terrible. open all the time. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of just the numbers, teams are not running against the Eagles no. and thus throwing on them. The, num- the, the actual mass numbers of, of yards are going to be high. Mm-hmm. And to Richie's point, they really they have yet to play with the same secondary group game after game. It's been a yeah. lot of mixing a lot of mix and matches and a lot of a lot of guys. Like, they have undrafted free agents starting and playing big, big plays. So, it is. I do think that there is the potential for them to get this coalesced as the season progresses. I hope so. My big question is, you know, we talked about Travis Kelsey, and you can't stop him. You can only hope to, you know, contain him. Um, and to Richie's point, you know, not moving around guys like James Bradbury, how he's moved to the slot and back, how you said he's going to be on the outside. Who do, who are they going to have on Travis Kelsey? Well, who can? Who Byard, do we, we trust? But Bi- do we trust Bayard on no, Travis Kelsey? No, but Elliot made a great point that, that he has faced him a ton being in the AFC. He's faced him in point. the playoffs yeah. on the Titans. Like, he's had big moments and big games where he has covered Travis Kelsey. So if nothing else, he has real experience doing it and real right. understanding of what works and what doesn't. We'll see. Look, I, I still, I'm not Alan Byard. I know he struggled to start, but I think he's a really good football player. And I, I think agree. He'll get his footing. I agree. So I, I think it's a big game for Kevin Byard. I think this is, is the biggest moment in his Eagles career, obviously, a, a short one so far, but it, yeah. it's a big one. All right, 215 592 9494. It does feel like there's a little concern about this game going mm-hmm. in. 215 592 9494. Where do you stand? Eagles, Chiefs, Monday night, a, a massive game, a Super Bowl review, maybe a Super Bowl preview. Where do you stand on this game, both from an emotional perspective and an X's and O's perspective? It's Go Birds Radio. Devin Caney, James Seltzer. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio from the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino. Look at this. London calling. Was not expecting that. It's good work by you, Ben Kenny. I'm, I'm so used to the old school hip hop. 215-592-9494. We have a special treat coming up for you in just one minute. In one minute, something we've only done once on this show. We're going to do it for a second time. I thought it went pretty well the first time. We're going to find out if it goes well the second time. I'm going to say it will. We're going to find Hopefully. out in a sec. First, I have a good feeling. I do, too. First, let's take a quick call. Let's go to my guy, Jim in Havertown. Jimmy. James, long time no talk. How you been, brother? I'm good, pal. How you been? I'm, I'm good, man. I can't complain. My sleeping hours have changed. I let, I let it get the best of me, man. I, still, I told you I bored you to death with this. No, you, know, you never have to worry, brother. Jimmy, yeah. it's all good. I, I, a PSA to everyone. I appreciate anyone who takes any time to call us ever, and I will never, ever, ever begrudge anyone if they can't call. I just appreciate any time we you, get. Anybody who knows James knows that's true. Everybody knows how good of a guy you are, dude. Uh, you're a good hey, guy Devin, too, how are you? Long time no talk to also. Hi, Jim. Good to talk to you. Yeah, you felt fellow Delco late, right? I, I remember when I, I remember talking to you and Rob Ellis together, right? You're Delco, yeah. Girl, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, cool? from Radner, yeah. Radner, PA, and Delco. Love it. Yeah, I raised three, uh, what's the name, Delco girls and one Delco boy, so I know you guys, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. But anyway, get, getting back to football, he said it, bro. I'm sure you guys seen the interview with Mahomes on ESPN. He talked about Brady and what Brady taught him, and Brady said to him, there's big games during the season where your team shows you who they are and what you mm. need to do to pump it up or, you know, or who you need to get motivated or who you need to work with. 
And he said, Mahomes said this on his own, but I'm sure Brady said it too. He said, under the big lights, dude, this is a game under the big lights. So Mahomes didn't back away from saying this is a bigger game. He said it is. So oh, I agree with you, James. You said it in the beginning. You can talk about it all you want. And you said it too, Devin. You circled it on your once and they circled mm-hmm. it too. There's no doubt. This is no a doubt. Game. Well, I also yeah. wonder if they're just trying to not give the Chiefs both board sure material by, yeah. by saying that. I'm sure Agreed. that's part of it. And I'm sure, you know, look, look, they do, and Sirianni preaches it, they all preach the, you know, yeah. one game at a time and let's win today and all that type of stuff. So they would be going against their mentality they always preach to right. not Agreed. say and that yet, stuff. That's his thing for sure, James, you're but, right. But and they feel it. We all know they feel yeah. it. They're human beings. And if they lose, dude, we don't want to make too big of a deal. And I'm not going to make a big deal if no. they lose, as long as they play well. <laughs> yeah. Just play well. That's all. Yeah, it's like I if agree. they lose, it's like, oh, we didn't even care yep. anyways. Whatever. Yeah, Jimmy, what a great talk to you guys. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Jimmy. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Back to the phones in a sec. Kind of going to the phones in a way here. Just, just <laughs> doing person? it live for the second time ever on site here at Parks. This is why you got to come out and hang with us at Parks during the show. You get a chance to hang out with Black Ready. What up, O? What up, baby mama yes! PD? Let me you, tell you buddy? something. For the radio listeners, this is the best looking go birds <laughs> I've seen in my lifetime. Me and Devin have elevated the game. Uh, I, I mean, can't argue with all that. you. James is James is the cutest one. He's like the button <laughs> on the nose. But uh, we, we're looking really good out here at Park. So I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you. Let me grab a microphone. You got some of the best producers in the business helping you out. You know. Shout out to Danny Ryan. Shout out to Ben Kenny. Always doing it. You know, I love my producers. Hey, hey. Hey, you, know, you raise good children. That's right. You raise good children, baby. Uh, mama. All right. Oh, you've been hearing us talk about this game, Eagles Chiefs. Um, I know you've talked a lot about the Niners game. Fired up for that. Where are you at with this Eagles Chiefs game? I haven't really heard you talk much this week about this specific game. This is the most important game of my life. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. This, this yes! game. I, this game is my emotional support animal. I don't even believe in them, but for the mindset and the psyche of the team, the uh-huh. city, and an individual, they have to win this game. I don't care about the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. The teams are different. I care about the fact that Andy Reid loves to come back here and whip up on this team that let him mm-hmm. go. It's personal to him. That means it's personal to me. Nick Sirianni, yes, you're, you're tuning off the bye. Keep your emotions in check, bro, because every single person cares. We got the bye week. We're healthy. Patrick Mahomes looks weak this year. I want nothing more than to get these sacks. The sod father better not touch the grass. You better touch the lawn. <laughs> I want it ripping and running. There's going to be wind. It's going to be bloody nose football, and I'm excited about it. Emotional support animal. I will not be curled up in the fetal position after this game. It's Monday night. The whole league is watching. We will get all the respect that we deserve and earn. A win is a win. Get that George W. My goodness, see, done got me rolling. I ain't even let you talk. Say something. No, <laughs> shut me that's up. what you do. That's I love it. Yeah, it's, you. Get on a roll, baby. That's, I, that's I, Black Gritty. It's best. You brought up Kevin Byer. Yes, he's faced Travis a whole bunch of times. That's why I went on him. He had to acclimate himself to the team and the system. He had two weeks to get fresh. Go ahead. I want Sidney Brown to be a heat-seeking missile linebacker hybrid. I need this guy out there hitting and sticking. He can't cover nobody. He's young, but he can go out there and hit and stick. We have to win this game, bar none. End of story. Jalen Hurts is the quote-unquote second-best quarterback in the league, and I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm tired of the misunderstanding. I want to show the nation who is only watching this game on Monday night. There's been trash football. There's been trash football all season long. Half the quarterbacks are down. Stand on this mountain, King. I know you're listening, <laughs> I know you're listening. Make them hurt. Like I said, Andy Reid takes this personal, so I take it personal. There's no way in the world off the bye yet. He's 20,002. Make it 20,003. And come home, I'll give you a little parade. I might be the only one out there clapping. Me and Devin and James. It'll just be us three. But my goodness, we need this win. And yes, there's other important games, but if they win this, it will be the emotional support animal that every single person in the city needs, even the team going forward, because we finally beat the king. Woo! I love that. That was great. And I, look, I am pumped up after that. And I agree. And I do think, you know, what Jim's talking about, talking about how Mahomes is willing to say, yeah, this is a big game. I do think this game matters from a, from an, not just emotional perspective, but a confidence perspective. Mm. To your point about Andy Reid and also this Chiefs team, I mean, they're the big bad Goliath right now. They just are. They won the Super Bowl. They beat us. They've won multiple titles. Patrick Mahomes is the current GOAT. That whole thing, like, mm. like you got to knock him off your perch. You have to know as a team that you can knock them off the perch, which they haven't done yet. But don't you think, so I'm really glad you brought up Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni, because I feel like that's a factor we haven't touched on yet in this show in the first hour. 
Don't you think if there's any coach where that's going to fuel them to knock Andy Reid off his post bye week pedestal, who's going to knock him off his, oh, my former team has never beat me, it's going to be Nick Sirianni. I mean, Nick Sirianni wanted to end the Ravens' preseason win streak. Like, he's that competitive of a guy. So I feel like if anyone's going to get the Eagles fired up, it's going to be Nick Sirianni. So to your point, everybody keeps saying the Eagles are going through this gauntlet of teams. Mm -hmm. That's great. We're the juggernaut, okay? Right. <laughs> Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are like 20,002. We are the problem that other people have to go through, and Nick does feel that. Sometimes he feels it too much, you know what I mean? That's why I love Jalen Hurts because he's the adult in the room who says, come <laughs> yes, on, Pop Pop, calm is. down. Like, yes. I know you're flying. Come on. Love their dynamic. So, yes. So, but it matters to him. So that means it matters to the team. They have to win this game. And I, I know there's other important games in the division in the conference, but just for that, what you just said with the coaching, mm -hmm. Nick wants to be 3-0 and off the bye week. Nick wants to go and start building his legend and his lore, mm -hmm. come off the bye week, that you're supposed to fear this team. So, yes, we need this George W. 215, this is George W, baby. 215, <laughs> that's an old, so I was like, I think that was originally on Go Birds, like way back in the day, the first George W. 215, 592-9494. We're going to keep Black Grady here, keep him on mic. I got some of our all-time callers coming up. They might want to say hi to you. Yeah, well. Sit there, can, can you know? You yeah, can sit there and hang out. You got some of the best callers in America. Bit. We do. I we do, we have the best callers at the station by far. Like Go Birds has the best callers. I look at this board. Everyone on the board right now. I'll get to all of you. Stay where you are. I promise you, I will get to you. You're all my favorites. I literally love every person on hold right now. I'm not <laughs> kidding when I say that. That is from the bottom of my heart. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Devin Caney, James Seltzer, Black Gritty hanging out. Woo -woo. We're going to take some calls coming back again. Run calls, talking Eagles, Chiefs, the, the emotional impact of the game, the stakes of the game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on this? The biggest game of the season in the NFL, not just the biggest game for the Eagles. This is the the biggest matchup of the season in the NFL. Where do you come down on it? Again, it's Devin Caney, James Seltzer, Black Grady hanging out. It's Go Birds Radio right here on ninety four WIP. And let me tell you, pro and college hoops are in action. The Fly Guys hockey is back. There's so much action to bet on. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is covered. For all of it, betting on all your favorite sports, playing all your favorite casino games for real money. You can bet the birds, bet player performances for birds football, like who's going to score touchdowns, passing yards, rushing yards, all of it. You can bet on Philly hoops, bet on who's going to score the most points, rebounds, and more. And any other sport thing you think of, it's all there for you. It's so much more fun to, to watch these games when you got a little action riding on it, too. The Bet Parks app is the only sports betting app that we here at Go Birds use and recommend. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Plus, odds, bets, slots, and games are right in your pocket. The casino comes to you wherever you are. You can play with a live dealer on your phone and enjoy blackjack, roulette, baccarat, and many more games. Bet Parks has an amazing offer for new users. Get this. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000. Yes, $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See the website for details, betparks.com for details. You love to play. You love to win. You bet. Bet Parks. You must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.